0: Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to
1: The Hype 87.3. That's right. It is your girl Tampa Mystic. Good morning. We are live on The Hype 87.3. Man, listen, we have some special guests checking in today. We got a beautiful young lady. That's how I like to start my day. You know what I'm saying? The fellas always be coming through. No shade to the fellas that are in the room right now. Shout out to C-Doll. How you doing, baby? Good. How you doing? It's a pleasure to meet you. You came in here looking like a ray of sunshine (laughs) (laughs) on a a cloudy day. Um, Introduce yourself.
2: Um, I'm c I'm from Arkansas, a small town named Osceola. I've been there all my life. I still reside there. Um, I've been making music almost a year in December. Okay. Um, it's pretty much it. I love making music. It's yeah, here.
1: most yeah. definitely. Well, we're going to talk about all that. So, but what I want to do first is take it back a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in your city, what was that like for you? It was I like yeah. country. Co- yeah, yeah, you got that cute little country <laughs> accent. Yes, ma'am, I like I can't it. Can't even hear it. People say <laughs> that all the time. Wanna... That's exactly the way it is. Yeah. We don't hear because people tell me I have an accent. I'm like, where? But you I know, we it was... we don't hear because we hear ourselves every day. Yeah. Um, what were you into when you were little? Uh, I played sports, basketball.
2: Yep. Um, I love to dance. Okay. Um, what else? That was. That's pretty much it. You are yeah. active.
1: Yeah. I love that. I'm a big advocate of that. I feel like that we as parents, you know, have to get our kids involved in something extracurricular, especially mm-hmm. in today's era because all they want to do is play on their cell phones and yeah. stuff like that. So um, did you enjoy playing basketball? I loved it. You did? That's dope. About <laughs> what age were you when you started playing? Uh, I was in Opar, So that was about fifth grade, I believe. Okay. So around 10, yeah. you started young. All right, so let, let me ask you this and be transparent. Did, was it your decision to play, or was it something that your mom wanted you to do and you later enjoyed doing it? No, it was my decision. It was your decision. Yeah. I love that. That's dope. Now, that's really dope because a lot of times kids at that age, they don't want to do nothing else. Yeah. You have to kind of force them. So mm.
2: how long did you play? How many years? I played until... Beginning
1: my living grade year.
0: Okay.
2: Like, you know how school started in August. Yeah. I think I stopped like September.
1: That's dope. I was, yeah. That is dope. And you said you danced as well?
2: Yeah, but not for not no school, like just dancing. You just the enjoy house. dancing. Yeah.
1: yeah I, I think we all as little girls we I enjoy think, doing. You know it. how TikTok
2: used to be Dull Smash or something? Yeah, yeah. They, they, like something like that. It like, was. Ch- it was um, Musically. Musically. Yes. <laughs> I used to dance on that double smash. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I'm a bit TikTok. I don't know how to work. <laughs> Me really. neither, girl.
1: I was like I, I musically was my thing, but yeah. TikTok, I don't know. I we I didn't get on the early train with that, so mm-hmm. I missed the wave Me of too. going viral.
2: So um... <laughs> But I be trying. My sister, she know how to do a little song. Yeah, too. But yeah,
1: that is dope. So about um, you know, music has always been something that you enjoyed, right? Mm-hmm. Listening to it around mm-hmm. the house. You know, who was a couple of people that inspired you musically before you got into doing music? Um, like a do
2: wise, I say. Um, I used to listen to YoungBoy a lot. Yeah. And then Keisha Cole, she sing. I used to listen to her. Like yeah. I say them on the two. Yes. Like growing up, them on the two, I really listened to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Shout out Keisha Cole, man. Like, let me ask you this. Speaking on singing, where do you feel like we are right now in the industry with uh, R&B music?
2: Oh, uh, I, think, I think females, we up there.
1: I know that's right. <laughs> yes. I Listen, R&B is my love. I'm mm-hmm. an OG. So, like, I came up in the era of, like, the 90s and 2000 R&B, mm-hmm. like... Gosh, bring that back, please. That was just such a dope era of yeah. music. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you said you've been doing music for about a year now? Yeah, it's been a big year. What made you decide that you wanted to get into doing it?
2: Uh, okay,
1: so when I was younger, around 11,
2: I say, I was trying to do music, but it was how I was writing it in my notes. Yeah. You know how people write like a big paragraph? It's, I can't write like that. Yeah. And it was throwing me I feel like I was uh, rapping a run-on sentence. And so I just stopped. And then last year, one of my homeboys, he lived like twenty minutes away from me. He had dropped, what, yeah, he dropped the song, and I was like, "You like, come on, you should get on here with me." I was like, I was telling him I ain't did this so long, so I was like, "I'm gonna do a twerk song. I ain't gonna do rap because how I did, how I um turned out a couple of years ago." And he was like, "Okay, do it." So I did the twerk song. I sound like all the females. So I was like, "Mm mm." So I went back to rap. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to give it one more try, and <laughs> it
1: worked. That is dope, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, when you come into this, you don't want to sound like anybody else. Yeah. You like, want
2: to have a style of your own. I was sound like all them female, like, you know, Big Boss Vic. Yeah. Her, and it was a woman from uh, Memphis, nine super bad. Yeah. All them. Yeah, I was sounding just like them. Yeah, saying the same stuff.
1: Yeah, because you slick have a you kind of sound like you could be from Memphis, <laughs> really, like just the way you talk. You I'm know like, what I'm saying?
2: We like what? Forty minutes from there. Oh from yeah. yeah, so
1: you guys have the same accent. I love it. Most that. Were you influenced by some Memphis artists? Um, no, nah. not really. No, nah. I listen to their music. Yeah. Bit. They weren't an inspiration yeah. for you. Understood. <laughs> she said, Keisha Cole, that was really about it. Yeah. And you said in young boy. Yeah. And the only
2: two I released when I was young. Yeah.
1: I think as an artist, oftentimes they don't listen to a lot of other artists because you don't want to be influenced mm-hmm. by their sound. Yeah. It's not that you don't support them, but you want to be able to kind of develop your own sound, mm-hmm. especially when you're fairly new with doing it. Yeah. Um, do you write all your music before you get to the studio? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your creative process. Um, when you write... How does that help you? Because I'm big on mental health, right? Mm-hmm. And I think writing helps with that. Is that mm-hmm. something that kind of helps you with as well?
2: because, yeah, like, I say, like, two or my songs, or maybe three, because I was, like, mad, I was angry. So yeah. I was just write. <laughs>
1: yeah. I say two. That's a thrill. Yeah. That's the best place to put your emotion is into your music, mm-hmm. you know, because people are going to feel it. Yeah. People are going to resignate to it. They're going to be like, man, I'm going through that, too, or I've been through that, too, so they're going to understand and feel it. What was the first song that you put out there on the digital platforms?
2: Mine. It's called Mine.
1: Talk to us about it. What did that song mean to you? Uh, Basically, it was just if a
2: dude, well, if I'm talking to a dude and you say you're talking to him, too, that ain't my dude. That's your, you can have him. Because the lyrics is, if that nigga on your line, yeah. I swear to God, he ain't mine. So if he's talking to you, he not mine. Yours, keep him. Ours, <laughs> Yes. I know that's
1: right. Because we, as women, should not tolerate that. Yeah. Period. Men shouldn't tolerate it either, but I can't speak for them. Yeah. But, yeah, we can't tolerate stuff like that. And that's a super relatable song. Mm-hmm. I think because all women have been there. Yeah. We've all been there where we had that dude that, you know, was on someone else's line. (laughs) What better way to put it through your music? Um, How did people, how were people resonate with that record? Oh, they were loving it.
2: (laughs) See, I first released it on SoundCloud because I was doing United Masters. But that was like, I guess somebody else had the beat already. Okay. And they uh, won't let me publish it. Right. So I went through SoundCloud and posted on Facebook. Yeah, he just went crazy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes that happens. If you get a beat, you know, off of, you know, like BeatStars or YouTube, you're going to run into a situation where someone else is going to have it. But you can still put it out for promo purposes, Mm -hmm. like you said, on SoundCloud, Facebook and those type of places, especially like Facebook. It goes viral on there. And then also at the same time, it becomes kind of a learning lesson. Like, okay, now I gotta link up with someone like Faro or yeah. J Fresh Beats yeah. and get me an exclusive beat that nobody else has. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's you know, it's a learning process with this business. We all start out, you know, somewhere and we just continue to level up. Um so from there, what was the next record that you released?
2: Um uh, it was mine and I think it was GMFU.
1: Tell us about that one. Uh, how was that different from your first release?
2: Oh, uh, I say because I was just Telling them I was like the biggest, and I put my cousin in. It. He had died, oh. and
1: I put him in it. Oh, I'm so, so sorry to hear different. that. It
2: wasn't about no niggas, and I did really. Yeah,
1: but, yeah. So that song has probably become pretty personal for you because it has your cousin in there. Well, has.
2: I say, I got another song. I think that one
1: better than that one. Yeah, I put him in that one too. So, so that one's real personal for yeah. you. Would that you say w- it's one of your most personal records? Mm-hmm.
2: That one went. Um, I think that's the one in three months to hit with 11.5k.
1: Wow. Yeah. So it's it's like a, a dedication to him now. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's it's tough losing people close, especially someone like that's yes, your family, and you guys were working together. You had a bond. Mm-hmm. How did that affect you losing him? Well, it was bad. Yeah. It was. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't Yeah, talk about it. yeah we ain't got to get into it. I know it's tough, though. <laughs> but you know what I've learned, you know, because I've lost my sister and my mother, you know, the mm. two women in my life. And what I got from it, obviously, I got anxiety. <laughs> yeah, but what I really got from it was it gave me clarity on life. It really made me realize how life is so short, and that you have to like love on the people that are around you mm-hmm. because they're here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah. And it also made me realize we can't allow everybody to be around us because it's we need positive energy, positive vibes. Mm-hmm. He's here with you right now. He's proud of you. Yeah. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the music scene like in your city? Um,
2: it's a lot of people rapping. Uh, it's I say. People they'll support you when you start off. Yeah. And then you keep going, like i kept dropping videos. I mean, like my family and a couple of my people I associate with, they was they keep supporting me, but like the people in the beginning, like with mine, everybody that was sharing and all that, like now I barely see them. Yeah. Sharing they come in. But yeah, when you first start off with When they get bigger, they'll
1: be back. (laughs) Uh, No, for real, they're going to spin the block. Yeah, they're going to spin the block for sure. (laughs) But it's like that. And you know what? I think it's like that for everybody because, in fact, I seen somebody post a video and I shared it on my story Mm -hmm. probably in the last week, and he was talking about exactly that. He said, do not expect your friends and your family to be your fans. They are not your fans. Mm -hmm. It's the people you don't know that are your fans.
2: Like I go to school. I'm in school, college in uh, Missouri. But it likes two hours for me. Yeah. And um, they be supporting me more than Arkansas people. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's always like that. Yep. And oftentimes we have to leave our city mm-hmm. to really get a good response from our city. That's what you're doing now. You're out here in the ATL. Yeah. Talk to us about your experience traveling around doing music. What's that like for you? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I love <laughs> it. I'm a like Arkansas. I don't, but I think I'm a couple of months I want to move. Really? I want to come somewhere out this way. You should. We welcome you with open arms. I'll tell you, from someone who's not from here, I've lived here for a decade now, mm-hmm. and um, man, it was the best decision I ever made. Where are you from? I'm from Tampa. Oh. Okay. From Florida. And the music scene out there is cool, mm-hmm. but it's not like it is here in ATL. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And coming here, I've, since I've been here, I met Faro. Since mm-hmm. I've been here, I met Jay Fresh. I've met some really solid people that I have great business relationship with. Mm-hmm. That's what Atlanta does. Yeah. So you you thinking about coming out this way? Mm-hmm.
2: It was Texas, but i was like, nah. I think to
1: move. Yeah. <laughs> Texas is cool though yeah. too. Like Dallas and stuff has really been Houston mm-hmm. is huge on the music scene. Houston huge. It's huge, but I've never lived there, so mm-hmm. I can't speak on it. But ATL is definitely a vibe. Mm-hmm. There's always something going on out here you know, A3C and we got the BET hip hop awards and there's, you know, Mm -hmm. artist showcases and stuff like that. Do they have anything that takes place in your city? Like artist showcases and stuff? No, no. Mm -hmm. So you got to come out here so you can work one-on-one with this guy sitting over here. Mm -hmm. Firewall gyro. What's that experience been like for you so far? You met Faro, you know, Wealth Nation. What's the experience been like for you working with this guy? A relief. Yeah.
2: Because I was doing so much on my own, man. <laughs> Damn, that'll be a kill.
1: How important is it to you to have people to be able to kind of, like, pick up here and there, like, so you can focus on being the artist? How important is that for you?
2: I, it's real important. I love
1: it. Yeah. I know that's right. <laughs> Where do you want to go with your music? Where do you desire to go? Is this something you desire to do full time? Yeah. Yeah. So you're in school now. You mentioned that. What are you going to school for if you don't mind? psychology. Okay. That is dope. I'm a junior right now. Getting in people's heads. Understanding (laughs) people. I love that. I love that. Um, Is that something that you're going to want to pursue also alongside your music? I mean, obviously you're going to school for it. I
2: like it. Yeah.
1: What do you want to do with that? Uh,
2: The mental hospital. Yeah. I like the mental. Yeah. I like to deal with it. I want to deal with it.
1: That's so important. And thank you for that because one of the things that I've really been focusing a lot on my shows is mental health. In fact, I'm kicking off a whole talk segment in one of the topics that's going to be about mental health because it's very real. Mm -hmm. People are suffering out here Mm -hmm. for one reason or another. What made you decide to get into that field?
2: I don't know. I guess when I was in school, well, what's that class called? Um, I can't think, you know, what's that one class? Being in school is a separate class from us. Girl, I ain't been in school in so long. <laughs> I'm
1: super your elder. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a psychology type class?
2: Mm-mm. No? It's for kids that ain't like this. They like different. Like a special ed? Special ed. Yeah. I can't yeah. Get yeah. That.
1: Understood. Yeah. That is dope because there's a lot of people out here who suffer from mental health issues, whether it be PTSD or just maybe um, some toxicity that in their growing up, you know, traumas that they dealt with and they need someone to talk to. Yeah. Are you going to be that person? Like, mm-hmm. are you going to, you know, be able to let people come in and counsel with you and talk to you? Is that what you want to do on that level? Yeah. That's going to be amazing. That is dope. I love it. Um, so, circling back to your music, mm-hmm. um, have you been releasing just singles? Mm-hmm. Well, I did an EP at the end of July, I believe. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, you've been working. Yeah. In a year's time, you've already put an EP out. Mm-hmm. What's the title of it? Um, the Real C-Doll. The Real C-Doll. Yeah. <laughs> Tell See. us about how many tracks, about five, I six?
2: intros. so I think it's like five. Real, it's five songs. But I got an intro while I'm talking about the track.
1: Got you. Yeah. So six tracks, five songs, mm-hmm. basically. Um, What did that EP mean to you? Mm-hmm.
2: Just the. Uh, uh, it mean, I say...
1: the see route.
2: I... Uh,
1: how can I put this? Mm-hmm. Did it kind of have like a theme base to it?
2: Sort of. Yeah. Not really. You just see where... I can go with the EP, like yeah. starting off, you yeah. know, because I was just doing singles, so everybody would listen to them, but I wanted to put out an EP yeah. and see how my numbers would go with all the songs keeping track, make sure my number is good and all that.
1: Absolutely. I think oftentimes with a project, it's like it almost, not that we ever have to prove ourselves to anybody, but mm-hmm. it's like we feel like we have something to prove a little bit. Like yeah. I can stand on this. I got a whole project that I can put out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because some people can't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're really just, you know, out here putting singles out, which is cool. Um, so with that being said, was there any videos, any visuals off of the EP? Mm-hmm.
2: I got all of them besides one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so you did four videos
1: mm-hmm. wow you've been Every working song
2: i do i gotta have a video yeah because somebody they need to see visuals
1: no they do we in that era right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's your videographer out there
2: oh he's A Films. shout
1: out shout out to your videographer yeah. most definitely um are you back so you're back and putting singles out now mm, yeah the record that we have called weirdos did that appear on your ep Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about the EP a little bit more. The songs that are on there, did you specifically create them for the EP or were there some that you had like in your music vault that you pulled out and put on the EP? I had uh,
2: like two I already, two or three I had I already had. Yeah. And then it was some new ones. Yeah. new. Yeah.
1: What was that experience like for you putting a whole body of work out? You know, it was the EP, it's, you know, but what was that experience like for you? It was easy to me. Yeah.
2: It was just like, it was easy. <laughs> yeah. It was real easy to me. So what I thought a, it was going to be harder than that, but it wasn't.
1: Yeah. What were some of the things that you did, you know, as an artist to make sure people understood, hey, I got this whole EP out? What did you do promo and marketing-wise?
2: Um, i say every song I just kept, kept posting it, kept informing them, like it's going to drop this day, this day, then videos come. Like I was just telling them, like, I'd say every, different, like Monday through Friday. Yeah. I had like five songs, like Monday I do this. Oh, that's Tuesday dope.
1: So you did kind of have a theme yeah. behind it as far as the marketing process. Uh-huh. Now, that's really dope. I like that because some artists just throw it out there, but you were like, uh-huh. okay, Monday we doing this, Tuesday we doing this. And
2: on the weekend, I just post the whole EP. Like yeah. a screenshot from Apple Music that is or dope. Spotify and yeah. tell them to go get it. I
1: yeah. know that's right. Y'all better go run that <laughs> up right now. The real C-Doll, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did your name come from?
2: Oh, okay. See, I wanted it because my name started to see. Yeah. So I wanted that. And then I wanted doll or Bratz, but see Bratz, didn't sound too good. Yeah. And doll, I liked it better. It is. See and doll. you you look like a cute
1: doll. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. She's like a Barbie doll, you guys, you know. Oh. <laughs> that is dope. So what are you working on right now? Oh. You're out here in Atlanta.
2: Okay. So I've been doing interviews, video shooting, next, um, hopping in the studio.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. More singles That's dope. whatever it leads to. Have you and Faro had a chance to get in the studio together yet? Tonight. Tonight. Do you already have the, the song written and ready to go that you're going to record? Uh-huh. That is dope. Yeah. Did you hear the beat already? Like, you did you write it around the production?
2: Oh, um, to my his beats? Yeah. Yeah, I heard. And I wrote, yeah.
1: So the song, so you, what you're recording tonight, is it on one of his beats?
2: Oh, um, I really need to get it together but yeah one on
1: yeah that is dope he's a he's a d- good dude man you are good hands with that guy <laughs> most definitely um so talk to us about this weirdos record mm-hmm. why did you write this song okay <laughs> i mean it's kind of self-explanatory because there's some weirdos out there yeah, but <laughs> okay like
2: i said it was uh say you talk to a dude and y'all break up yes and then um he go talk to another female and then um he come back and then you know how the females they get on social media, text now apps, they get the um calling you private and all that.
1: So that's yes. that's basically
2: what it was about.
1: Was that a personal experience?
2: Oh yeah, I
1: to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only personal question I'ma ask you. Because we've all been there. Yeah. Since we've all been there. These other women are crazy, right? Yeah. Calling yeah. you with the block numbers. Mm-hmm. Fellas, stop putting us in those positions. <laughs> Not these mm-hmm. guys. These guys are both married and they solid. But mm-hmm. some of these dudes out here, they put us as women in like almost like compromising positions mm-hmm. to cause stress. And then they wonder why we act a little crazy sometimes. Yeah.
2: And get mad. <laughs> He's like, not me. I'll do that.
1: <laughs> Is there a video? There's a video for this one because it's on the EP.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a video.
1: What's your YouTube channel? Listen under C-Doll? Um, the real C-Doll. The real C-Doll. Mm-hmm. So we can make sure we go check out those visuals. Mm-hmm. What kind of, like, uh, reception are you getting with this record? I know that the women are loving it. Yeah, they were loving it. When I first put it
2: out, that little hook, that was just sing to the top. Ooh, singing it to the top that long. Yeah. I hate them miss. Yeah, they love it.
1: Yeah, most definitely. When you have those type of records, they almost become like anthems. Mm -hmm. Like especially when you have a catchy hook. Yeah, because that's what I think people remember the most. Usually about a record is that hook. You know what I'm saying? The hook Mm -hmm. hooks them in. Mm -hmm. No pun intended, right? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I I was telling him before you got here about people being weirdos, and I'm like, no pun intended, because that's her record. There are some weirdos out there in the world, right? Mm -hmm. We we as women have to protect ourselves. Most definitely. Where can we find you at next? Mm
2: At the
1: top. Girl, I know that's (laughs) right. She said at the top. It gets lonely at the top, though. Yeah, I know. Are you ready for that?
2: Yeah, I already got lonely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It does. Uh, It does. Because not everybody's intended to go on your journey. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. The close ones to you, Mm -hmm. the ones that really are there for you from day one, those are the ones that are coming with you. Most definitely. So out here in Atlanta, you're shooting a music video, Mm -hmm. getting in the studio. You got Mm -hmm. anything else going on while you're out here? Uh. If you come back, just throw it out there. If you happen to come back in December, me and my business partner, the biggest OG, Bigger Rankin, we have a, an artist showcase that we do every year during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. faro has been to several of our events, so he knows that they solid, right? Um, it's December 21st. If you want an opportunity to perform in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're going to have a big event going on, okay. Christmas time. You know, It's going to be fun. It's going to be a vibe. Yeah. What is it called again? Um, it's, the industry, it's the industry holiday showcase. Okay. It's me and Bigger Rankin. I don't know if you're familiar with OG Bigger Rankin. Mm-hmm. He's famous is for his voice he does like all of Lucci's intros and mm. yeah so that's my business partner but yeah we do an event every year for the holiday season so just to throw it out there okay. um but we're gonna get into this record it's called weirdos mm-hmm. do you have anything else right now in the works that people need to be in tune with uh, no just stay stay in tune with everything mm-hmm. go get the ep ep the real C doll.
2: Yeah, everything got in a drop at this point.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's on all the digital platforms. Mm-hmm. Easy to find. Yeah. You're using United Masters, you said, for your mm-hmm. distribution. I'm using Distrokid. Distro so yeah, United
2: Masters. They be having my beat. Well, somebody <laughs> already had the beats, and they was just telling me I couldn't. Publish it. So I was just going with Distrokid. Yeah,
1: Distrokid is great. Yeah. A lot of people use them. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they're getting your music out there like everywhere else. And from my understanding, they they get their payouts a little bit quicker than some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. We we trying to get to the bag, right, yeah, sis? To the bag. Don't be holding <laughs> our money. Run us our coin, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna get into the record. It's called Weirdos. Where can people follow you out on your social media? Oh, uh, every
2: social media besides Instagram is the real C doll, and Instagram is really C doll.
1: Got it. Understood. Most definitely. Yeah. Do you have a website yet? Mm-mm. Put that on your list. Okay. Put that on the list. She needs her own website, com. Well, I do got a website. It's you called a a, you said
2: what? You a yeah. Yeah. Official C-Doll.
1: Okay, so you got the domain. Yeah. So you got yeah. to just, okay, My so you, so it's in the works. Yeah. There you go. Because I always stress that to artists because our Instagram and stuff, we don't own mm. that. Yeah. It's like we're renting real estate from yeah. them. People getting hacked, shut down. So it's important to have your website. That way, mm-hmm. if, God forbid, your Instagram gets took or whatever, boom, they can still keep up with you on your website. Yeah. So that's already in the works. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, ma'am. Um, anybody you want to shout out to and show some love to? My whole family. Yeah. yeah, They came to support you, Why didn't they? I say
2: my whole family. Let me call everybody out. <laughs> uh,
1: my mom, my dad, my two
2: aunties up in there, um, my sister, my uncle, uh, my producer, my... Um, seven O Films, um, God is number one. But um, who else? Yeah, my sister, my aunties, my uncle, and my mom, dad, Pharaoh, Rob. Yeah. Uh, the whole team. I mean, yeah. You forgot one person.
1: Me. Always. Without you, none of this is going on. Yeah. You the superstar here. Yeah. Shout out to you, sis, for doing it. And doing it unapologetically, too. Mm. It's tough for us females out here. Real bad. It is tough. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. there's not enough unity, I think, with the women in this business. Mm-hmm. I want to see you win. Keep going up. You got to come back and do this again. Next time I got to get you in the podcast room so we can get you on video. Okay. Well, you're going to be on a little video with some stuff that he filmed. You know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> Most definitely. But we're about to get into this record. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you want to put out there before we check out the record? No, gonna drop you. Go on to drop it. Give us that official introduction.
2: You said what? Give us a,
1: like an official introduction. Okay.
2: Let me see. I want to say pop this. Pop your
1: inches. Come on now. This is the biggest record in the world. Talk to us like that.
2: Uh, <laughs> I really explained. I really ain't got too much to say. You just let them hear I know right? that's
1: right. Hey, listen, we got the real C-Doll checking in. She's the biggest female artist in the world. We got this record called Weirdos. I'm going to hype you up. She, she, she <laughs> humble, you guys. I'm going to pop the ish for her. Y'all check it out.
0: Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to The Hype 87.3. Bitches be weird for real. Shit crazy. Let's kill this shit. I hate on messy ass bitch, scary ass bitch. Oh test now ass bitch, you bitches scary in real life. I Ain't gonna shave shit, but we're the Got the next bitch and yin got shit. Come on, now. The fuck? You bitches, word on God.